What would it look like for you if you could secure and deliver your very first TEDx talk in 2018 or early 2019? We'd love to help you find out. For more information, visit us at thespeakingprogram.com and sign up for our free video training today. to For the Love of Speaking podcast with your host, multiple-time TEDx speaker, international best-selling author, and top-rated radio show host, Corey Poirier. So yeah, so hope everybody's doing fantastic. What I wanted to uh, sort of chime in on today, if you will, is I wanted to uh, talk about uh, speaking, but I wanted to actually focus around this thing called E plus R equals O. So not sure how many of you are familiar with E plus R equals O, but it's a very powerful method to uh, essentially make, uh, I'll put it this way, if you have a, uh, a bad situation happen to you, it's a way to actually reframe the way you view that incident or to uh, focus on a solution rather than a problem. So again, what I wanted to talk about today is a thing called E plus R equals O, uh, which I learned uh, quite some time ago. I believe I may have heard it through a Jack Canfield live video, uh, but I know he mentioned that he learned it from his mentor, which I believe was W. Clement Stone, and um, I, you know, I'm sure it's well before that. So I'm not 100% sure whose this is, but E plus R equals O. I'm going to share this with you guys and tell you why it was a game changer for me. Uh, so what it essentially stands for is the E is the event, R is your response, and O is the outcome. So essentially what it says is you're hit with events every day, all day, could be small, could be large, and the way that you respond to those events will dictate your outcome. I believe this wholeheartedly, I've seen it many, many times over, and I think a big challenge that people have is they think an event happens to them when I believe firmly that the event happens and then you get to choose what you do with it. You know, it's like that old cliche saying of it's not whether you fall off the horse or not, it's whether you get back on. And so again, E plus R equals O, super powerful thing in my life. It's been actually a game changer for me. Um, and so when I say it's been a game changer for me, I'll, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it and how it sort of changed the game for me. And I will also tell you that it's very powerful in relation to uh, speaking. And so what I'd like you to know is that in relation to speaking, this is an event that, uh, or I'll say rather, in relation to speaking, this is something that's just as powerful for speaking as it is uh, for any area of your life. So as it relates to speaking, I want to share a story with you about a uh, time whenever I found myself speaking in the dark. You may have heard the story, I'm not 100% sure. Certain people have, certain people haven't. But essentially I was speaking in Saskatoon at a place called the TCU Center. And I showed up for my talk only to discover that the whole building was in pitch dark. And so I showed up as well to find the meeting planner who had booked me for this event. And she ended up uh, sharing with me that the whole downtown core, the power went out. And so the power went out in the downtown core. And now all of a sudden, I find out that I am going to be speaking in the dark fairly soon. Uh, so this is the event, if I talk about E plus R equals O. And so the... Uh, 
the room that I was speaking in, when I got in the room, there was a guy already there, and he was actually speaking around uh, candlelight. He, had, he was holding a piece of paper, and he was using candlelight to uh, light his words. Uh, because, of course, with the power out, you can't use your projector, you can't use your laptop, you can't use the screen. There's nothing. So you're just speaking in the dark. And so that was, again, the event, was the speaking in the dark and showing up in the dark. I had actually invited a couple of clients to see me speak there as well. So they had to sit in the dark while I was doing my talk. But I had a couple of choices, right? With that event, I could decide to let that event happen to me and get stressed out or say I'm not doing the talk. And the client even gave me an out. She said, I understand if you don't want to do the talk. And I said, no, I'm all in for sure. Uh, but let's talk about my response to it. So, of course, on one hand, my response is, yeah, I'm all in. But I actually, and this is another little takeaway I've shared before, but I had a backup plan for my backup plan. Uh, so the fact that I couldn't use my... Uh, PowerPoint, I couldn't use my laptop, I couldn't use a mic, I had to speak to roughly 300 people in the dark with no mic. Uh, I had to figure out what my backup plan would be to keep me on time because when you're speaking like that and it's free form, I could tend to go over time and I didn't want to do that. So what I did was I, I had already planned to email myself my presentation and that was my backup plan to my backup plan. So I had it on a USB, I had it on the laptop, the USB was the backup plan, but none of that was going to work if the laptop couldn't, you know, couldn't run with power. And so, and my laptop at the time didn't have enough juice in it to run without it being plugged in. And the laptop I had at the time, I don't think could have ran that long anyway, uh, without being plugged in. So what I did was because I had emailed it to myself, I opened up that email, opened up that PowerPoint. And essentially I just had it open on my phone and on the desk, kind of out of sight, I told people I was going to keep track of my time using the phone. And then that allowed me to look at the phone every blue moon, just to see what slide I would have been on. Now my slides are all images, which which people who followed me know I don't use a lot of bullet points. So that makes it easy too. Um, but yeah, they were all image slides. So I was able to essentially just scroll down my phone, just going like this. And nobody could even see that I was taking a picture the uh, peek at the picture to keep me to time. So the end result is that not only was the client happy with my uh, talk and, and actually gave me a testimonial, but the clients that came to see me ended up booking me and also uh, gave me verbal testimonials as well. And then it turned into an article for Entrepreneur that I wrote. And so here's a scenario where the event again was the power going out and we're all hit by events like this. They might not be that dramatic, but we're hit with events like this. We get to choose our response. My response was to use my backup plan for my backup plan and even to have one. And then the outcome was I ended up having a talk where the evaluation forms are all positive. Uh, the client who came to see me in the dark ended up booking me. The client who hired me to speak in the dark ended up saying basically positive things. Uh, you know, I could even maybe say rave reviews about my talk. So... In thinking about that, as a speaker, that's one way you can use this in relation to figuring out, well, things are going to happen. So A, you can make a list of all the things that could happen and have plans for them. Uh, but B, if they do happen, uh, then you need to respond in a way that dictates a positive outcome. So think about, you know, and take a breath before you respond. And that plus sign in the middle there of the E plus R equals O is what I call your pause break. That's actually my coach, Tiffany uh, Hodgson, who you know, said, you need to use that plus as the pause so people remember to take a breath and think about the event and how they're going to respond before they react to it. So think about a positive response and use that breath to think about that. So you know, that's one example of how you can use it in the speaking world. Uh, there's also a great story that, and I don't think he references E plus R equals O, but in terms of how you can reframe and, and what it can, what you can view something like depending on the eyes you're looking at it from. Uh, but Stephen Covey, I believe, shares it in the Seven, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that he was on a bus one day and there was this uh, man and his children and the children were all running around roughshed and uh, Covey was trying to work. 
And he asked the man, he said, is there any way you can kind of stop them from running around? And the man was in uh, sort of a daydream and he popped out of his daydream and he said, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't uh, realize that, uh, I didn't notice what was going on here. I'm sort of lost in thought. I'm kind of in my own little world here. Uh, their mother just passed away, meaning the children's. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna tell them. Now, hearing that story, think about yourself in those shoes. Would that change your view of that situation? You know, if, if it went from you thinking that uh, this guy is not taking care of his children to all of a sudden realizing what's going on and why he's not really there in the moment. Uh, I think that changes everything. It changes your view of it. It changes your view of getting mad at this person. And so isn't there chances and times when we can reframe a situation so that we view it in a better light? You know, why would you want to view it in the worst light anyway? You know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and, and gives you the middle finger. Why would you want to view that in the worst light? So instead, why not reframe it and think of a way you can view it in a positive light and think about maybe the fact that, you know, it's not about me. Maybe they're just running late for work. Maybe they're, um, maybe something happened, at, you know, in their life personally. Uh, maybe they just lost someone and they just found out about it. It could be any myriad of things. It might not be about you at all and it probably isn't. So again, how can you use this E plus R equals O? How can you decide to respond differently to make sure you have a different outcome? And this can relate to anything, right? It can relate to your car breaking down. It can relate to the recession, you know, our, our recession, I should say. Uh, it can relate to uh, the price of gas going up. So let me give you one more example before I close things off. But I want you to know as a speaker, uh, whether you're doing a TEDx talk, speaking engagement, whatever it might be, I use this on a regular basis. I think about whenever something happens, how am I going to respond to make sure I have the best possible outcome? But let me give you a personal story from my life. So my mother and I are, and she might remember this, may not remember this, I'm not sure, but it was on Mother's Day. She was in Halifax visiting me. We're going through the Tim Hortons drive-through. There's a guy behind us yelling for us to get out of line because he's in a hurry and just needs to get a coffee and why is everybody taking so long? My mother's partially deaf, she didn't hear that. So we were driving away up the road and then I brought it up to her. I said, did you hear what that guy said to us? And she said, what did he say? And once I told her what uh, he said, her first response was, well, we should go back and have a talking to that guy, talking to us like that for no reason. But then I reframed it for her and I said, well, you know, mom, it's Mother's Day. Maybe because it's a mother and a son in the car. Maybe it's because we're in front of him and he can tell it's mother and son. Maybe he just visited his mother at the hospital. Uh, maybe he doesn't get along with his mother or never did. Maybe he didn't know his mother. Maybe his mother's passed away. Could be any of those reasons. And where it's Mother's Day and he sees a mother and son in the car, maybe, just maybe, he's, uh, it's not about us at all. And it probably isn't. And when she heard that, the change from her saying, let's go back and have a talking to that guy, uh, to her new statement, uh, tells you how powerful this can be. She said, you know what? Now that you say it like that, I never thought of it that way. Maybe we should go back and pay for his coffee and buy that sweetheart a coffee. That's the difference of E plus R equals O. Just by her viewing it different ways, wanted her to buy the guy a coffee versus go back and have a talking to him. And so what I'd like to leave you with today is to think about how you can use this in your life. How can you use E plus R equals O? So, uh, so in closing, what I wanted to uh, leave you with as well is uh, a little bit of an action item. I believe it's always powerful for us to take actions. Uh, and also I want to ask you questions. So the question is, can you think of an event in your life that happened that you could have responded to differently? Or the other side is, can you tell us about an event that happened and how you responded to it that made sure you had a positive outcome? So I'd love for you in the comments, if you're watching this on the replay uh, or at the end of this on the live, feel free to put your comment in there. What was the event you had? Wh what do you wish you would have responded? Uh, you know, in which way do you wish you would have responded to it? Uh, or how did you respond to it? And what was the outcome?
so that's one thing. And the second thing is I would love for you to go over and uh, to, and I'll put the, this in the link as well, uh, the book of public speaking.com and grab your free copy of our speaking book. So the book of public speaking.com and grab a free copy of our book of public speaking. Uh, so you can just go over to that website and grab your copy right there. Until next time, I'm Corey Poirier, and I hope that you start practicing E plus R equals O. Think about the events that happen in your life. How can you respond to them to have the outcome you want? And will you take the action to do that? And don't forget to pause before your response so you get time to think about the best response to take. Thanks, everyone, and have a magical Tuesday. Talk to you soon. Oh, and don't forget to visit us at thespeakingprogram.com to get your free video training and also learn more about how you might be able to secure and deliver a TEDx talk in 2018 or maybe even early 2019. Check out more Christine Campbell music and watch for upcoming Christine Campbell events at christinecampbellmusic.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.